Lima, Delta, Echo. Lima, Delta, Echo. This is In Between Stations Radio broadcasting from Flagstaff, Arizona, USA. Ghosts. You know, disembodied spirits. Or rather things that we can't see with our eyes. You know, animals, especially wild animals, which I'm around a lot, they pick up on those things. I really think that we are so connected to digital and TV and somebody else doing everything for us that we're starting to lose our sense of other things beyond the realm of TV and digital reality where everything's done for us. We don't even need to make the effort to go beyond those mediums anymore. You could just lay on your bed and plug all the wires into your brain and never get out of bed. In fact, I don't even know if you need a body anymore. You can pretend you have one in digital reality. <laughs> Good early morning. I got up at 2.30 this morning. Something I do sometimes when I go to bed at 8 o'clock. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I keep the windows open in my house. Flagstaff, one thing that's a guarantee in Flagstaff, because the elevation is so high here, I live about at 7,300 feet, is it will cool off here, no matter how hot the days get. And I don't think Flagstaff has ever recorded 100 degrees or 200 miles away. is one of the hottest cities on the planet. Um, Flagstaff goes way up into the sky in the pine trees, and it can cool off and get quite cold at night. So there's not much of a need for an air conditioner uh, or a humidifier. I don't know if I'd use a humidifier, <laughs> at least during monsoon or rain season. Other than that, um, you really don't need one. You just open your windows up and the cool air just comes into your house. And the reason I'm telling you this is this morning I got up and, you know, started doing my, my work. I write and sometimes I'll paint on canvases, make a picture. Um, freeform thought flows pretty easy in the early morning hours or the late morning hours. I think most artists know this. Uh, there's no noise, there's no uh, commotion outside for the most part. And if there is, it's something almost always unusual. Which leads to me walking the streets at night. I don't do it as much anymore because it's got a little sketchy here where I live. A lot of people, I live close to train tracks. Um, I live close to uh, places that a lot of homeless people and the homeless population in Flagstaff is huge. Unbelievably huge, especially the last few years. And so uh, you got to be careful. But for the most part, the general population is zonked out. It's not doing night work. And so you have this extreme privacy of thought where you can let this other world flow in that we don't pay attention to. Um, we're so connected to our emails and our business and, and 
you know, our devices, our cell phones, uh, that we don't have time to listen to the, to the mysterious that's out there that's not on a digital device, that's not um, being programmed by some station. And that's one of the reasons I like to go out into the desert. I like to go to these beautiful places like Hopi and Zuni that still, still, <laughs> still do things the old way. Uh, a lot of houses at Hopi I go to don't have TVs in the villages. Now, I think the younger people are starting to get those. I'm not saying you, you got to have a TV, uh, but I'm saying some people just don't need it. Some even still listen to radios, and some have wood stoves still. Really cool stoves. I mean, post-World War II stuff, and they work well. And, you know, you can still connect to this very mysterious ancient world out there. Um, it's fading away as these older people pass away, and the younger kids come in with their devices and their cell phones um, and plug into the digital reality, even at Hopi and Zuni. It's, it's starting to fade away. I have some friends that uh, still are defiant and still plug into the great mysteries of the desert, of the, of the Arizona landscape. It's so, so beautiful. And um, so getting back to this morning, um, I had my windows open and doing some writing thinking about my dreams, you know, I, I write about them a lot, and enjoy that. That's another thing you can connect to outside of TV and outside of YouTube, are your own beautiful dreams. So, I'm doing that, you know, writing a bit, and I hear outside my window, my gate open up. It makes a particular sound that I have two gates, and this one gate that sets by my my neighbor's driveway makes a particular sound. It's very uh, well known. Now, my dog Gunner is, stays with my former wife because she loves him. Everybody loves Gunner. Gunner is <laughs> well loved. And so uh, he stays with her often and he has a girlfriend there. So I'm sure Gunner likes to be with her. So I don't have a, I don't have his incredible sense of things. I mean, he, the slightest movement that's wrong or off, he gets, he wakes up and barks. He's very, he's incredible to guard dog, incredibly alert, and I miss that when he's not here. So this morning, my other healer, Michka, who's not a good guard dog, she's she's kind of a upgrade lap dog. <laughs> so I heard that the gate open. Not only did I hear it open, but I heard it close, too, and the latch go down. And I'm like, well, you know, it's it's 2.30 in the morning, and there are homeless people. You know, there are, homeless people aren't bad, but there are people that come into my yard sometimes and go to sleep. will knock on the door. You have to be a little careful, especially if they're inebriated or high, which uh, there's a park close by where a lot of them go, and there's a little bit of drug traffic. Whatever, you know, it makes things cool. But you have to be on the watch. So I heard the gate open and close and the latch go down. And um, that really caught my attention. So I peek out my, my, uh, my curtains, our bed sheets, 
<laughs> I'm rebellious, so I like putting striped bed sheets up as curtains, and then I just take them down. It's as easy as anything else. I'm just used to it, and a little bit off the deep end with stuff. So I pull my my bed sheets back that are hanging in the windows, curtains. <laughs> There's nobody there. There's absolutely no one there. The gate, as far as I could tell, never opened. It sets a particular way, and so um, it's the same way as it was before I went to bed last night when I checked it. But I heard it open. And uh, I heard it close. And this brings up this whole thing about ghosts. You know, about otherworldly things that we seem to be so into having somebody else tell us about, like I'm telling you about. Um, and not having these experiences that go outside that are predictable, that go outside uh, the algorithm, that go outside the set lives that we so live now. You know, and that's something I talk about often too, is taking your car on the edge of nowhere, like a desert or a mountain landscape, and parking it and walking into the mysterious, walking into something that's not so um, concrete. And my beautiful, beautiful older traditional native friends do that constantly, all the time. They just walk into this other beautiful ground. And you know, that's where we go when we die. That's where we go when something traumatic happens, like a war or an accident, or like you're, when you're really in love with someone, or you go to one of these amazing ceremonies uh, that, we, that the tribes have here uh, in Arizona that, that so connect you to this beautiful ultimate reality that lies underneath the surface of the modern one we live in. These, these, these traditionals are so good at opening you up to the ancient, to the deeper realms of life, where life comes from, and where we go, you know, when we die, where all the mysterious things are, and the beautiful things that open us up to the Creator and to, to life. These ceremonies are amazing, but they require a lot of effort to unhook from technology and to, to connect into the natural corridors of life and these indigenous tribes that have been here for thousands of years. Uh, when you go to something like the Shalako or a beautiful uh, Kachina dance at Hopi, you and other things, uh, just walking through some of these villages uh, disconnects you from the modern reality. I'm not saying that technology is a bad thing, that people need to get rid of it, but there's so much of it that it denies us this, this uh, connection to the mysterious. When I use this word traditional, um, it's, it's important to point this out, I think, because with, at least with the ancestral, or at least with the modern Pueblo people and these people that are called the elders, there's an intense amount of education going on that takes years to incorporate, especially at places like Hopi and Zuni and Diné, where you have these medicine men. Uh, years of practice 
years of education. You can't just walk into that. And that's one of the things I don't like about New Age is it's just this thing you kind of like pop into. Uh, that is not the case in, with these tribes, uh, especially the elders. When you use that term elders, it denotes not only age, but it denotes a tremendous amount of education. You know, when you go to school for 10 years, 15 years to be a medical doctor, this takes decades, sometimes 40, 50, 60 years to acquire this profoundly deep knowledge that's thousands and thousands of years old. And you just cannot read a book or walk into a place and get that. And that's the problem about, hey, saying I'm a Cherokee or I'm connected to this tribe or my great-grandmother. In my case, I have a great-grandmother who was Native American. Uh, you can't, it's not the same. You can, if you live at a village and you grow up there, it's a different, it's a, an entire cultural way of life. And if you're educated as a religious leader, then it's even more profound and deeper. And um, that's, that's the thing that a lot of tourists don't get. And that's what takes years and years to acquire. And when you, when you fall in love with someone there romantically, or you connect to a family, and, and, and you go there and you get to know them, and it takes years sometimes, then you start to see this amazingly deep culture that's not hundreds of years old, but thousands of years old. And so that's what I'm talking about. And I thought it's important to point that out. You step outside of the bounds of the predictable. You step outside of, of your everyday habitual world. The mundane has its place. But I really don't experience a lot of the mundane in my life. Um, and, I, and what I mean by the mundane is just absolute boredom. And absolute boredom meaning everything is fully predictable in your life. And I just see that as almost death-like. And so I think the experience of opening your mind up to new things and adventure and, and is is something still alive in this northern Arizona landscape because there's so much of it without people on it still today. The Colorado Plateau is minus human beings and there's still places that your cell phone won't work, that a computer won't work, that a car or an ATV can't get to. You gotta walk there sometimes for hours and days to get to a particular place and I think that's nice. And I think that's important. And I think the mysterious plays an important role in breaking down um, this sense of control, the sense of regimented life. I think it has its importance sometimes, but I think it gets, it's gotten to be so much, too much. There's so, it's so prevalent that that's all we do. And then we look forward to this little vacation that's often in a very predictable place like Hawaii or Los Angeles. Or, and we don't go out into the mysterious and, and out into the uh, places where things aren't quite predictable. And I'm telling you, northern Arizona is full of that. 
where strange and odd things still happen. In fact, your very house, your very room has passageways, connections to other things that even science still doesn't understand. And science is beautiful and mysterious too, if we use it right. But sometimes we have to turn it off because it's controlled by money and corporations that really regiment the life that we, that we live off. So those are my thoughts this morning. It's now <laughs> 3 o'clock in the morning and I still I have some things I need to do before the, the busy world wakes up and the cars get going and the regimented life starts and I have to get in my car and drive away from that. Uh, and, and still know that there's another kind of life out there. The mysterious. Are there ghosts? Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. And I make a habit of, of exploring that potentiality a lot. And I extend to you that you can still do that. All right. Uh, have a nice morning or day as it blossoms and our beautiful sun comes up into this what will become a very busy world. See you guys. Bye. This is In Between Stations Radio on 3731 kilohertz in the 80 meter band. Signing off the air. Good night.